A Legend of the Child Jesus, Written for a Child, by George Murray, read for LibriVox.org, by Pierre Delcourt. A Legend of the Child Jesus, Written for a Child. You ask a story, dearest, here is one, heard oft amid the peasant homes of France. It was the time when Jesus was a child, and, with the Baptist and his cherished lamb, he wandered forth among the hills and dales in the calm hours that closed a summer eve. And they were glad the lambkin frisked and played, or cropped green herbage with its milk-white teeth, while the two cousins gathered wilding flowers, dipped their bare feet in limpid streams, or culled ripe crimson berries from full-laden boughs. As thus they rambled peacefully, it chanced two rustic children met them. These were wroth each with the other, and the stronger held bound by the feet a white and innocent dove, that strove to soar and ever, as she strove, was balked and baffled by a spiteful cord. Out spake the weaker lad, The bird is mine. Why hast thou robbed me? It was I that snared the silly pigeon, and thou hast no right to filch my plaything. Give me back my own. Thereat his comrade stormed a willful, No, thou shalt not have it, I will keep the bird. Then the meek Jesus sorrowfully spake, Lo, with red blood her slender legs are stained, her eyes are dim, and she is sick to death. How wilt thou find thy pleasure in her pain? I cannot think thou hast a cruel heart, For thou, like me, art still of tender years, Too thoughtless may be. Wherefore loose, I pray, this chafing cord, And let the captive fly home to her callow nestlings That await her coming, and are all agape for food. Then the boy's heart was softened, and he said, Well, hast thou spoken, and thy pitying tones have moved my pity more than I can tell. Thy pleading shames me. I will loose the dove. Would I were like thee, but whate'er I am, thou must not think that I am void of truth. So saying, he unloosed the cord that bound the victim's feet, and, Pretty sufferer, fly, he cried, fly homeward to thy downy nest in the green woods, and feed thy gaping chicks. But when the other saw the harmless bird freed from her bonds, he stooped and snatched a stone up from the roadside, and with deadly aim and fury hurled it at the joyous dove which dropped to earth as lifeless as the stone, her slim throat mangled by the ragged flint. Then, with keen taunts, he flung her at the feet of Jesus, hissing, Meddler, take thy prize, and grant the darling leave to soar again. But the meek Jesus sadly from the ground raised the dead bird, and said, Alas, poor boy, thou dost not know the evil thou hast wrought by thy brief passion. God himself alone can to a lifeless creature life recall. Then, kneeling down, he humbly joined his hands in prayer, and, looking up to the heaven with eyes that swam in tears, sighed, Oh, that I were God! And once again, ah, would that I were God! Scarce had his prayer upfloated when the dove, 
kissed by his hallowed lips, unclosed her eyes, opened her light wings and clove the liquid air. Awestruck, the children watched. Then, he whose hand had freed the captive whispered, Art thou God? And Jesus answered him, I cannot tell. Then suddenly a rush of nimble wings whirred, and descending in a golden beam, the dove returned and settled on the brow of the meek Jesus. While it lingered there, the spellbound children heard a solemn voice that fell like music on their ears and cried, I am the God of heaven, and he who woke life from death's sleep is my beloved son. Then first the Baptist by these tokens knew that the meek Jesus was the Son of God. And gazing on the twice-born dove, he saw a brown half-circle on her snowy neck, marked newly there in memory of the wound healed by the kisses of the Holy Child. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.